Hey, Pam. Hey, Chuck. Let well, me tell you something. What? You tell. Your hair looks great. Okay, I'm. This I, week. I, because last week, I think I was trying out for, um, I guess, a rendition of something about Mary. Mm. Because I mm. had a hair that was sticking straight out like this, and nobody said anything I to me before. I didn't notice a thing. I didn't notice. I was concentrating. I, on you. I was concentrating on what you were saying. So if I what had like a blueberry thinking. in between my front teeth, would you notice that? Probably, yeah, yeah. But that's different. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> is, aren't I supposed to be, you know, listening to you? Yes. As opposed to be being concerned about your appearance? Isn't that the whole thing? No, you're like my girlfriend. You're supposed to have my back <laughs> with this and know when my hair is askew. And I, it was I, askew. I really, truly <laughs> didn't notice. All right. We'll let it go this one time. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. I'm on notice. You are on notice. Um, so we've got a couple of movies. Actually, we have about four movies that are opening this week, but we're going to talk about two of them mm -hmm. along with some TV shows that we're both binge watching. Yeah. Or at least watching, if not binging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so where should we start? Should we you know where we should all start. All right. Let's start with Extraction. <laughs> Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> um, no, let's go ahead and start with the the biggest movie is The Flash that's opening, starring Ezra Miller as the lead role of Barry, a.k.a. The Flash. Now, I know that we agreed that I would start off this week. Mm -hmm. And when I agreed to that, I thought, ah, damn it all. It's, it's, it's a superhero movie. I should not be the one that is explaining what The Flash yeah, is. Don't discount yourself because you know that you know more <laughs> than you realize because you're close. They match the Flash's outfit. Well, that's Flash. Yeah, duh. Okay. Duh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, actually I really enjoyed this movie. I'm going to start off by saying that I had a lot of fun with it. Much more fun than I anticipated. I do try and go into these movies, these superhero movies, thinking I'm going to have fun because I really do want to have fun. Movies are pure escapism sometimes, and that's what I want a superhero movie to be. And The Flash certainly was that, at least for the first two acts of the movie. Um, Ezra Miller, there's a lot of stuff going on about him. I don't know anything. I'm not researching it. I can't fact check anything. We're talking about the movie. Exactly. <laughs> so when people are getting into the other stuff and not reviewing the movie, I'm going to discredit that. We're looking at the movie and the movie alone. And let me tell you, Ezra Miller does an incredible mm. job because he has to play two roles. He has to play himself and the younger version of himself. Let me tell you a little bit about the story. It's an origin story. And um, the Flash realizes that, oh my gosh, he can travel, run so fast that he can actually go back in time. And by going back in time, maybe he can save his mother. Now, Chuck, I know you all know all the origin mm -hmm. stories of every single comic book hero there is. And I think you explained to me that most of them have a tragic beginning particularly with their parents. Yes. It's kind of like Walt Disney must have lifted that because Bambi's mom died. Sure. Dumbo's mom died. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just everybody's mom or parents seem to die a tragic and violent death. And The Flash is no exception to this rule. He um, also has a father that is in jail and accused of murdering his wife slash AKA Barry's mom. Um, he wants to obviously reverse the hands of time and change this tragic outcome. He goes back in time, he changes a little bit, just one little thing, and wouldn't you know it, that really does change a lot. But he also happens to run into his mom and dad when he was a teenager. 
and then his younger teenage self comes into the picture and he's got to convince himself, his younger version, that they need to work together so they don't create too many problems. And then wouldn't you know it, that is actually the day that Barry got his superhero powers. And then they have to make sure that Barry gets his powers when he's younger, else that's gonna change everything. It's all this like spaghetti mess, and that is a term I'm using, not loosely at all, because that's how this entire theory is explained is by a blob of spaghetti and how all these lines of these different multiverses, all these universes converge at different points. Some things you can't avoid, some things you can and things do change. Um, like I said, the first two acts are a lot of fun. It's funny. It's always high paced. Um, Ezra Miller does a great job of creating this kind of twitchy twit, if you will. He's always, his eyes are always darting. He's always hungry. The poor guy expends so much energy. He's got to constantly eat and he's got to rely on all these other superheroes to come in and help out. Well, the universe is a little different when he goes back and changes a few things. And I don't want to give everything away and shame on all you critics out there that are giving away some of the things about mm -hmm, Batman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Batman's fun. Superman's fun. Stay for the credits because those are fun too. I don't want to give anything more away mm -hmm. with that other than the fact that it's a highlight. Batman is a highlight in this movie. Um, check it out in theaters. It's a lot of fun to see on the big screen. It is not boring at all. It does fall prey to the typical, when does it end? It goes on a little bit too long and the fight scenes are a little bit too long, especially in the end, but I'm gonna give it a lot of credit because I was not bored with this and I did have fun with it. So kudos, great special effects, especially in the beginning. It wasn't your typical superhero special effects. It actually had a little bit more to it, especially in the very beginning as he's going so fast that he kind of melts himself. And that was pretty cool to see. Mm -hmm. So well done, Ezra Miller, a lot of fun, and I'm actually recommending a superhero movie. Who'd have thunk it? I know, right? So let's go to Extraction now, because we have a superhero that stars in that, and that's Chris Hemsworth, and he is not Thor in this movie. And this is called Extraction 2. Wow, what creativity they came up with that title. <laughs> Extraction was in 2020, and now we've got Extraction 2 in 2023. Chris Hemsworth stars as Tyler Rake, I believe his last name. Great is. name. Great name. <laughs> you know, anything. You, you could call you could call Chris Hemsworth, I don't know. Mortimer like, Schnurd. Yeah, and he would be still, no, still. amazing. Tyler Rake, that's a great name. <laughs> it is a good name. And um, we leave off where I guess the last one mm -hmm. left off. I don't really remember a whole lot about the last one. And the plot is about as creative as the title. This is exactly what you expect it to be. It's a lot of bloodshed, high body count. But what makes this different is it actually has a couple characters that you care about. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't care about any of the characters in the first one, including Tyler Rake. I didn't care about him in the first one, which was amazing to me. Second one, I did care about him, and I cared about a young man named uh, Yaz, played by Adam Besa. Um, I didn't want anything to happen to him. He was adorable and cute and fun, and I was so scared something was gonna to happen to him, what's gonna happen, and that camaraderie between the two of them was a lot of fun. Um, also, I mean, if you are an action flick fan, you are going to love the cinematography. And Chuck, you alerted me, you were, what, maybe 20 minutes ahead in the mm -hmm. movie than I was, we're watching it in our respective homes, and wow, it was absolutely incredible. Seamless 20, 30 minute scene where there were no cuts, perceptible cuts anyway, that mm -hmm. I could see. 
Um, and then the choreography that goes mm. along with it. How did they I do that? I have no that? idea. I mean, I, I was out of the movie no a idea. little bit because I was thinking, how did they you yeah. know, swing that camera around and bring it up? And now we're in a helicopter and now we're inside of a cave. And now it was incredible. So just cinematically stunning, visually awestruck. So check it out for that. It is bloody. It is an action flick. But if you like those kind of movies, you will appreciate all of that, along with some decent characters and typical storyline with great cinematography. So those are the two movies. I know Elemental came out in Blackening, and we are going to put that on our list to cover next week. Just not enough time in the day to do everything. Um, one of the movies or one of the shows that I want to talk about that I'm watching on Apple TV is Platonic with Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. Um, this is a lot of fun. It talks about how you can have a platonic friendship, not like when Harry met Sally and mm -hmm. said you can't do that, can't do um, <clears throat> at a different stage in your life. When you're married and have kids, you can't have a best guy friend if you're the wife. Um, and it goes through the trials and tribulations of a friendship that's, um, they have re regained their friendship after a 15 year hiatus and where they're at in each of their lives and how they can still help each other out as friends. Really sweet, funny. Uh, Luke McFarlane plays Rose Byrne's uh, husband in this. Do you remember um, interviewing him mm -hmm. in Bros? Okay. Yep, yep. Um, he's always a fun, lot of fun to watch. And uh, yeah, I think you'd, you'll enjoy it again, Apple TV. And I believe the entire series is streaming now. I'm on episode four, I believe. Mm -hmm. So check that out. And I was like, Chuck, we're going to flip it around. Okay. You know, in an homage to the choreography you mentioned <laughs> right? in Extraction 2, this do, is going to be do, seamless. Do, do, do. That's right. We are going around. Oh, look at oh, that. Isn't that perfect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm going to bop out of the frame here to get some water. <laughs> So tell us what you've been watching or start off with how I messed up The Flash. You didn't mess up The Flash at all. No, you did it. Uh, you did a fine job for a Thank novice. You. That's great. Thank you know. you. Uh, you're right. It's a lot of fun. And I think that's been the problem with the DC films overall since Zack Snyder took over. I don't mind a serious film, but I think the secret to the Marvel films, the first wave anyway, was that they somehow found that balance between fun and seriousness. It wasn't Shakespearean tragedy uh, like so many of the DC films were, and I like them a little bit better than other people, but but I you, you get a different tone. Here, though, it's much more Marvel in tone, especially, as you say, the first uh, couple hours. Uh, the more you know, the more fun you will have with this. I, I, I think the bigger fan you are of the comics, the story, uh, if you know the story Flashpoint, uh, which this is based on, uh, you're going to catch a lot of things. Um, but yeah, it is a good time. It's the movie I've been waiting for from DC, really. Uh, and it's a shame that they're not going to, I don't think they're really going to do anything with this. Uh, because, yeah, the doors are wide open. And now they have a new person in charge uh, at the DC Films Division at Warner Brothers. He wants to do his own thing, James Gunn, who uh, did the Guardians films for... Marvel. So I think he's going to want to start with a clean slate, which is a shame because, as I say, they, as everyone will see, the possibilities here that they open up are multitudinous, I guess. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. See, see it on the big screen. Uh, Extraction. Wow. You know, talk about seeing it on the big screen. That's a movie I want to see on the big screen. You know, thanks Netflix for, for producing it and getting behind it, but seeing it on the small screen does not do it justice. And you're right. You know, that's the type of movie that I want to see some making up 
right. videos. Absolutely. Because you're right. How did they do I this? I don't know. I mean, it's a 20-minute sequence. It's about a half hour in, and it deals with the escape from the prison. And they escape from the prison, and somehow or another, they end up on a train 20 miles away, and we see, seemingly, every step of it. I, ca I caught a couple spots where I think they broke. Oh, really? Which was fine. I don't care. Because it was, as you said, put so seamlessly together that you are, you're simultaneously taken out of it. Yes. Because you're right. Wait a second. How could they possibly do this? But right. then at the same time, I found myself swept away by it too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God. Okay. What are you going to show me now? Right. Oh, where are we going to go? Oh, now we're in a truck and we're going to, oh no. How do we get on this train? How'd this get? <laughs> oh shit. There's helicopters. What's going on? And it's a. No, I'm on top of a building yeah, on a glass roof. <laughs> you know, and, oh, that was fun too. Right? That was a lot right? of fun. I mean, you know, and I kept trying to think of something from my written review. I got to weave in something about glass houses. <laughs> It's something with this whole thing. Yeah, they find themselves on a glass roof. And it is not where you want to be when you're fighting and have guns. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, I like this one much better than the other one, too. I do, too. I do too. Uh, as you say, the characters, there, there's some gravity to this. Uh, Nick is the other character, the uh, sister right. of uh, Yaz. Yaz. Uh, and they help the Hems, uh, Tyler. And, yeah, you like all three of these folks. And you want to make sure everything's okay. And, and you know, it seems silly, but... You're right. It is nothing but another action films plot-wise. But there's more to it when you care about the characters. And right. that's so important. And we find out so much more about Tyler as well. It's like, oh, okay, now I get why you do why you, yeah. what you do. And uh, you have much more sympathy for him. Uh, I know you had told me, and I found an article today, about Hemsworth uh, taking time off. Uh, and I certainly would love to see another extraction film, if it's as good as this one. Uh, but obviously, I understand that he has predisposition for Alzheimer's. Yeah, he and carries two copies of the um, carrier Fair. gene. So a lot of people carry only one copy. He carries two, so he's more predisposed. But of course, well, lifestyle and everything else will will accentuate that. Or that, not. and then also in the wake of what happened to Bruce Willis. Right. They don't know what caused that. I mean, could it be these constant action films that he made? Uh, the running, yeah. You know, could there could that have been a toll of everything that he had done? I mean, I'm no doctor, Good but doctor. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're around all this stuff all the time, these explosions, that explosion, even if there's a stunt double and you're running and you're jumping and you're, you know, that's got to take a toll. Uh, but yeah, a really good film. I wished it had been on the big screen though, because I really would have been. Uh, I think it's the type of thing you need to see there. But a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. I'm watching, I started today, uh, the new Marvel series, see, speaking of superheroes, uh -huh. called Secret Invasion. Oh, you did? Okay. So uh, I got a link for that. You got a link for that. You got yeah. the first two episodes. It's only six episodes, so okay. that's a good thing. Uh, it premieres next week on June 21st, okay. first day of summer. Uh, Nick Fury has been gone for a while, we know, from Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> after the snap, he uh, went up into space to help with a space station-y thing, and he has stayed away from a while, for a while. But he has been called back reluctantly to Earth because the aliens, known as the Skrulls, which we first saw in yes, Captain Marvel, there's problems there. Uh, there have come to Earth, those of them that remain, and Fury and Captain Marvel promise to find them a home on Earth. Well, that has not gone well. And Nick leaving Earth for a number of years, well, that kind of negates that promise. And the Skrulls have broken off. There is now a militant faction no. who is going to start actually being aggressive about taking over the Earth. And Fury finds out 
from Ben Mendelssohn, the friendly scroll. And by the way, the scrolls are shapeshifters, for those of you who don't know. Duh. Pam Powell, looking right at it, she could be a scroll right now, for all I know. <laughs> who knows? I could. You could. I, be, I think the, the scroll version of you is the one with the bad hair. I know, right? Week. That was yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the friendly scroll uh, tells him that there's already a million of them on Earth. And they're hiding in plain sight. And they don't know it. And oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I think you'll like this because it's not a superhero thing. This is more of a spy espionage cool. thing. There's not a superhero in sight. And they've got a good excuse for that. Because always when you interconnect these stories, it's like, well, why aren't you calling Captain Marvel <laughs> and Iron Man? I mean, we could take care of this in five minutes. Right. I don't want to give away, but they've got a good reason as to why they can't do that. Okay. You don't want to scroll Thor walking around because that would be really bad. Oh. <laughs> you yeah, don't want yeah. them duplicated. So it's much more James Bond. I think I'd be okay well, with that. Yeah, well, that's you. <laughs> you know, hey, Black Widow scroll. How did I think about this? There we go. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's much more of a James Bond intrigue type thing because they're trying to get ahead of this plot that's developing. We're bouncing around the world. We start in Moscow. We go to London. Oh, and by the way, you know who else is in it? Who? Olivia Coleman. Oh, really? Of all people is in it. She's the leader of MI6. Oh, perfect. And she has this English sense of humor that she uses all throughout, uh, especially when she's torturing a scroll, which is absolutely hilarious. Okay, I'm going to watch it Yeah, now. you got to watch it for okay. her. She's okay. great. She's, there's not enough of her, but I'm thinking once we get to the end of episode two, you can see that her role is going to expand. Okay. It's like, okay, I can see where, where this whole thing is headed. Uh, so it seems to be a little bit more low-key for Marvel things. Uh, and there's a great scene with Nick Fury and Rhodey, played by Don Cheadle. He's in it as well, okay. but he's not his Iron Man persona. He is now the military advisor to the president. Oh, okay. And they have a fantastic scene at the end of Chapter 2. Oh, and by the way, don't get too attached to characters that you know. Okay. They're cleaning house here with this thing. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Marvel, <laughs> Secret Invasion starts on the 21st on uh, Disney so far, so good. All right. And then what are we doing next week? You are always on top of that. Uh, I am next not. week, we will be talking about Jennifer Lawrence's attempt at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that? Don't be mad at me. Don't blame don't me. Don't worry. Don't, no, don't hurt me. At something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From the previews. You hurt me? No, no. hard feelings. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Oh, yes. I got it. <laughs> wow. I don't know who's doing the promotion on this, but they obviously have failed with us. Right? <laughs> uh, no hard feelings, Jennifer Lawrence, next week. Uh, and then, I don't know, I know Asteroid City is opening. I don't know if we'll be able to get to that. Hopefully, maybe. And also, a uh, foreign film, Past Lives, is opening uh, that is getting rave reviews that I'm very much looking forward to. So, that and who knows what other TV we may have. All right, sounds good. Thanks for tuning in. Real Talk with Chuck and Katie.